Okay, so um, it's three o'clock in the morning. It's it's January the fourth, and it's three o'clock. It's three o one a.m. right now, and I'm just up chilling, getting lit with Jesus, and just talking to Jesus because everyone in like the house I'm in is just asleep. My siblings are asleep. Everybody sleep. So I'm just I'm just up, and I I have like school tomorrow, but. Logically, like the Lord's gonna give me like strength to wake up. So I mean, sure. I mean, if you lose sleep for Jesus, hey, 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 I can't judge you. So uh, today, I wanna, uh, I haven't made a podcast. It's like my first real podcast on here, but uh, I wanna get on Psalm one verse, uh, Psalm one, uh, the bu- book one, Psalm one, verse one through. Uh, let me see. Verse two. I'm gonna go one through two, and this is specifically for like young people. Like lots of times, young people feel like you know Christianity or like being with Jesus is like, you know, like a lame thing or like you know I see kids in the church that they, they they're in the church because their parents are there or they don't want to be there. But my point is that I want to inspire young people. Like it's the littlest thing being with like Jesus and listening to gospel music. It's like the funnest thing, and listening to Maverick City is the latest thing. But not all people explain it. That way, and by the way, I did not grow up in a church home. Actually, I got saved in a library one day when I came across some prophets. I don't know how I really got saved, but God has saved me to you know to lead my family or whatever purpose He's given me. I'm gonna just let God lead me. But get back to the scripture. Is uh, this is Psalm one, verse one through two, and it says, "Blesses the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked, or stand in the way way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers." Now, at first, you really wouldn't understand that. Like, what? This company of mockers? What does that mean? Excuse me. Well, I'm going to explain. This is this is just uh, the verse one. All right? I'm not at verse two yet. So, I don't want y'all thinking, like, you know, she tell me the wrong thing. No, yeah, I'm telling y'all the truth. But let me explain the first verse. Because not all people can really understand it. So, I want to break it down and, like, you know, help y'all real quick. And, of course, you know, once you believe in Jesus, you immediately get the Holy Spirit. So, I want to explain this real quick. It says, blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked. This goes in with a lot of our friends. I had a lot of, um, like, they weren't, like, terrible gang-banging friends, but, I mean, they they weren't, like, bad like that. But the thing about it is that there's no sin that's good or bad to Jesus Christ. All sins are bad to him. Like, we may call a thief better than a a murderer in, in our sight, but in Jesus' sight, they're both wrong. They're both bad. So... It says, blessed is the one who does not who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take. What this means is that if you if you have a friend and you know all they do is gossip and talk about people and all they do is talk talk drama and and you know just just do these things and that's all they do, then I feel like, you know, you I mean, I'm just saying you really shouldn't be around them. Because I mean, think about it. If you keep being around these people, they're going to start influencing you. But if you're around encouraging and inspiring people, then of course you're going to start being inspired. You're going to start being encouraged. You're going to start having faith. So it's, it's, it's bad when you hang around bad people because you get a bad rep from that. You ever notice that you ever watched a movie where there's like this one good kid, but the rest are like bad kids and know they may be loyal or they homie or they roller or something and all this other stuff. But truth is, you know, don't see them in a bad way. And you ever notice how the good kid actually gets in trouble for what the bad kid does? Because it, it seems like that 
the I mean that the good kid is being bad too because why would you be hanging with this person? That's somehow how it how how it ends. So it's this verse in the, in uh, Proverbs. I don't really remember the verse right now. Uh, I don't know how this works, but I'll try to put it in. I don't know some sort of description description or something. But it's called um um uh, you know uh, what's it called walk with the wise and become wise. No 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 that was afterward. It was um walk with wait no hang out with fools or something become up and, and get in trouble and then walk uh, you know hang with the wise become wise something like that um but yeah that's a verse in the bible you can google it or whatever it'll pop up but still like you know that's a verse in there and it's true it really refers to young people but also older people people in their 20s and 30s i don't know how old you are listening to this but you know like it, it, it refers to a lot of our situations even business partners or even our own people in our homes our brothers and sisters they may, may all they do is talk about drama and i'm not saying like just start saying oh no you shouldn't do that or whatever no simply just pray about it you know because lots of times when you're young or you you can't really control the situation you're in but you but you can do is you can if you can stand it you can like you know choose the people you want to be around and if you ask god to take control of the people around you and the people that are going to be around you just ask god to take away every bad person and in, in, like you know around your circle because it's important about who you carry around you so i'm just saying look the same thing with me when i first got saved it was like, uh, you know, all this COVID stuff was happening. And we lost, like, we missed a whole year of school, or like, like, you know, we did like online. And you know, when I came, when I was going back to school, I was afraid of people would think of me because I was safe. So I just, I stopped worrying. I just prayed. I said, God, I just want you to lead my way. Show me who is the real friend and who is not. And y'all, I'm not gonna say I lost, I lost all my friends. Okay, like I lost every single friend. But don't let that scare you, because during my path and my walk with Christ, I found other people. Y'all, y'all want my, y'all might not believe me. But my best friend is a stick sixty year old lady. Okay, like for real. And she takes me to church. She brings me to church. God is so good. And for like, but she's a real friend. Like she isn't this just old religious person. You know, she truly, like she really loves Jesus. She's not a Jesus fan. She actually follows Jesus. And you can look at her life and you can see that. And that's also people you got to look at for sheep and wolves clothing. They may be fans of Jesus, but you want to be a follower of Jesus Christ. You don't want to just, you know, be a fan. Okay. Yeah. We love you, Jesus, but don't actually show that you follow him. That's something too. I got to talk about that a whole nother time. My point is, is that, you know, and this is the second verse in uh, the Psalm one. This is the second verse. It says, but, the, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on it day, his, on his law day and night. Now, what this means is that, well, back then there was this thing called the Torah. It was the law of Moses. We don't really have to follow everything in there uh, anymore. Back lots of times there were ancient Hebrew laws. Now the Ten Commandments, we still have to follow those, you know, certain things. But the point is, is that who meditates on his law day and night, this means someone who meditates on the word of God, who keeps reading it, who keeps, who reads it slow, who reads it fast, who delights in it, who delights in the word of God. And I'm not telling you, you got to go read the whole Bible in a week. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, ask God to give you a hunger and a thirst for him to want to, you know, like it's not, you won't just wake up with this desire. No, no. It takes you believing and and you praying and all these things. So don't think it's going to happen overnight. I don't want to put this pressure on you when you first become saved that you got to do all this, you know, and, and try to be perfect. That's not what Jesus is looking for. He's looking for someone who will believe in him. And then he said that you are to be perfect as your father in heaven is. 
So I don't want you to be too focused on being like other Christians or, you know, thinking this is what will make you perfect. No, no. Look in the word of God. How you want to be perfect? Okay, fine. Then pray. Because I'm for real. You're supposed to put on the arm of God and you're supposed to put on all that. Great. Got the shield going. Helmet going. And after all that stuff, you're supposed to sit down. You're supposed to pray. So I just want to inspire all y'all real quick. It's 3.09 now. I've been on here for a minute now. I started the thing at 3.01 in the morning. It's in the morning. It's, it's a.m. I don't know when I post this if y'all going to see the timing. But, yeah, this, this is what it is. So I just want to say, my young people, even my older people who's watching this or listening, I mean, yeah, of course, listening, I just want to tell you that, hey, you know, I just want to tell you that be careful who you are around. They affect a lot, a lot around you. I can look at people in the Bible who who are really afflicted by the people around them. Uh, for an example, let me hold on. Uh, oh, by the way, I have the I have the NIV version. I also read out the NLT version, but those those are usually the only two versions that I read out of. If you read out any other version, that's like not a problem. I'm just saying, like that's the I'm reading out of the NIV version right now, though, so you can know what version I'm listening. I'm, I'm reading out of, and I'm about to try to find when. Samuel, I mean not Samuel. <laughs> Samuel was a, a judge in First Samuel. It's a book, two books called First Samuel and Second Samuel. He was a judge in Israel. He was the last judge. But uh, that's not who I was trying to talk about. What I was, I was trying to talk about was Solomon's son, the richest man who ever lived. Solomon was King David's son. A lot of people know about David. You know, he was a sweet psalmist. He was the one, you know, though I walk through the valley of death, I will fear no evil. So yeah, he was he was that one. And I'm trying to look for the right one. I'm sorry. Well, for right now, since I'm looking right now, I'm going to talk to y'all about something, uh, about how important it is about people in your circle and about how good it is to, you know, okay. So, all right, I found it. It's first Kings 12 and Solomon had a son and his name was Rahabam or something. And what's it called? He what's it called? Hold on, I'm sorry. I cannot read this by I'm confused. Okay, so okay, I'm gonna just skip down. So his name was Rahabam. Y'all, I'm sorry, I can barely rehab the stuff in the Bible, but you know what God is still working on me and my skills. But uh I'm looking through it right now. I'm sorry I did not specifically plan this out. But I'm looking through it and it says his father Solomon during this is uh, verse six, his lifetime. How would people so okay, so the first thing, okay, so the people of Israel, you know, they were t- they were complaining to uh to Solomon's son about how they had put a heavy yoke on what's it called, but they were talking about how King King Solomon put a heavy burden on them, and you know, like they were upset. So Rob, I'm answering. He said, "This is verse five. He says, go away from me three days and then come back to me.' So the people went away. Then King Rabam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime." How would you advise me to answer these people? He asked. They replied, "If today you today you will be a servant to these people and serve them, and you will give them favorable answer, they will always be your servants." But Rahabam rejected the advice of the elders and gave and, and gave him and consulted the young men who had, grow, had grown up with him and were saying. He asked them, "What is your advice? How should we answer the people who say to me, lighten the yoke of?'" 
yoke your father put on us? The young men who are grown up, who grown up with him, reply, These men have said to you, your father has put a heavy yoke on us, but may but make our yoke lighter. Now tell them my little finger is thicker than my father's wrist. See, this is I'm gonna explain this. This is um this is first Kings twelve verse four through well, it was a 10. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my sister. She's sleeping. But still, uh, that's what it was. This, this is First uh, Kings 12. And you see how he rejected what the elders said to him? Jesus said in the New Testament that anyone, the greatest among you will become a servant. Y'all can Google this, y'all. Or I can try to go find it. But this this podcast is already long. I don't know how long podcasts are supposed to be. But, you know, I, I'm just saying, you know, literally... He had the friends he had grown up with, his homeboys, had gave him this advice to to put a heavy yoke or a heavy burden on these people. That was bad advice. The elders, they said, you should become, you should serve these people. And they will always be your servants. Give them favorable answers. Yet instead he rejected this. And he went to the people who, who, who was his homeboys. I'm telling you, your ride or die best friend isn't always the best friend for you. I heard a man of God say that. My God. It, I heard a man of God say it's be careful about who is in your circle. So I just want to get on here and inspire you. I'm just up in the middle of the night doing stuff. Just, just you know, just reading my Bible, talking to God. <laughs> People think talking to God is just a deep. No, 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 no. It's, you can easily just talk to God. Just speak to him. Like, Lord, I need your help. Just say that. And he hears you. But I just want to tell you that prayer is a very important thing. Because the church is supposed to be a house of prayer, not of worship or choir. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to happen in the church, no. But it's supposed to be a house of prayer. I've heard that so many times the pastors say that. So, yeah, I just I want y'all to pray. And if you are new to this or if you aren't saved or if you like, if you want to give your life to Christ, um, we can say, I'm saying a real quick prayer. And I pray that you have a blessed night, morning, whoever you are, wherever you are. If you speak another language but don't speak like the language, I don't know. <laughs> just uh, listen to prayer or agree. And uh, yeah, I'm about to say the prayer. Lord, Father in heaven, I thank you, Jesus, for waking up this person on the other side of the um, of the uh, podcast, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for allowing me to pray this prayer with them, Lord Jesus. I pray that you say to your Father in your name, Lord God, and that you help them through their trials, Lord Jesus. If they have not yet given their, their lives to you, Lord Jesus, I pray that they be turned to you, Lord God, and do your will, Lord Jesus. I pray that they do your will and that they please you in every way, Lord God, and that they stay on the righteous path, Lord Jesus. Comfort them, Lord, in hard times, Lord Jesus, and let them know that they are a true peace, and let them know that they they are always with you, that you are always with them, Lord God. And I pray that they always stay with you, Lord God. May they give their lives to you, Lord Jesus, and may you give their, your life to him. Thank uh, your life to Oh, my goodness. My, my tongue is tied. The devil's a liar. Okay? Nuh-uh. But still, uh, amen. You have a blessed night tonight or morning or afternoon, however you are. Be blessed.